Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Tuesday, April 19th, and this is People Every Day. Hello, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, and I am so happy to be here with you on this Tuesday. There's been a lot buzzing around out there in the world, so let's just jump right in. Our first story today is a sad one. Yesterday, international soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo announced that he and girlfriend Georgina Rodriguez are mourning the loss of their newborn son. He shared the news on Instagram saying, It is with our deepest sadness we have to announce that our baby boy has passed away. It is the greatest pain that any parents can feel. Only the birth of our baby girl gives us the strength to live this moment with some hope and happiness. Ronaldo also thanked the doctors and nurses for their support and asked for privacy as his family mourns. In October of last year, he announced on social media that he was expecting twins. There hasn't been any word surrounding the cause of death yet. The Manchester United star is also dad to four-year-old twins Eva Maria and Mateo, four-year-old daughter Alana Martina, and 11-year-old son Cristiano Jr. It is just so sad, and we are wishing our best to Georgina, Cristiano, and their families. Moving on, yesterday, a federal judge in Florida struck down the federal transportation mask mandate for airplanes and public transport methods. A Biden administration official said the president's mask order is no longer in effect while the ruling is reviewed. This means TSA will no longer enforce travelers to wear masks in airports. The four largest airlines in use, United, Delta, Southwest, and American, have since dropped their mask requirements for domestic flights. Additionally, Amtrak and Uber shared that they are no longer requiring passengers to wear masks. Some major cities like New York and Chicago announced that they will continue to have a mask mandate on their public transportation systems at this time, while other municipalities like D.C. and Atlanta said they will lift their mask mandates for public transit riders and employees. Now, the CDC still recommends that people continue to wear masks in crowded indoor places like buses, trains, and planes, but it seems like attitudes are definitely changing changing here in the U.S. It will be interesting to see how this will affect the country's COVID numbers moving forward. And now we're heading overseas for a peek inside People's exclusive interview with Prince Harry, who is the subject of this week's cover story. The Invictus Games are currently underway in the Netherlands, and People has all the scoop. Actually, we're there. Prince Harry launched these games eight years ago for servicemen and women, both veterans or still in combat, who have fallen ill or are wounded or paralyzed um, to compete in various sports and show just what they can accomplish and conquer. It's so inspiring, and Prince Harry himself opens up to People in this week's cover story about how much these games mean to him. So joining me now is the woman who introduced interviewed Prince Harry and who is dealing with some crazy time zones in the Netherlands right now, People's Senior Royals Editor, Michelle Tauber. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Janine. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's so great to have you. What, What is it like over there? 
there is a really great energy around Invictus. And there's also a great energy in the Netherlands and certainly in the city of The Hague where the games are being held. The whole city is decked out with Invictus stories. It's really cool what they've done is they're showing like these life-size huge photos of the athletes. And in many cases, there are tattoos that each tell a story and you can scan it and hear their incredibly inspiring stories. And then once you get to the park, it's called Zyder Park and it's a huge athletic complex. That's when you really get into to the Invictus spirit. Tulips are blooming. There's a lot of fun activity in the, in the park. The games are designed for both the athletes and their families. So there oh. are like carousels for the kids and so much fun food. It's a really like positive, upbeat vibe. Nice. Oh. Well, well, let's dig into this interview. Prince Harry has a lot of connections to those who serve in the army, having done so himself. And these games mean so much to him. So what did he tell you about that? Yeah, so Prince Harry is a retired army captain. And, you know, he talks about how connecting with these uh, wounded warriors and founding these games has had a transformative impact on his life, that being of service to others and in particular to his fellow veterans has given his life incredible purpose. I know they're coming off a hiatus, right? Yeah. And, and, and did, did he speak at all to just what it means to be back, to be live, in person with these people that inspire him so much. These games were delayed two years because of COVID. And for many of the athletes and their families, the games are really a lifeline. That's what really keeps them going. The fact that everyone can gather again in person and that Harry can be here with them and Megan for a few days too, I think it means as much to Harry as it does to the athletes. Well, these are also his first games since becoming a father, you know, to his two kids, uh, you know, almost three-year-old son, Archie, and 10-month-old daughter, Lilibet. That must take a whole new meaning for him as well, right? I I thought this was really interesting, Janine. When he was in the Army, he'd made a promise to himself that— he would be out before he ever became a father or a husband because he couldn't imagine being deployed mm. away from his family or, God forbid, you know, having a, a an injury or a loss. That's the first time we've heard him say that. As we know, Megan has joined Prince Harry in the Netherlands for these games. The photos of them together are, as always, so sweet. And and Prince Harry told you he's so happy she's there. First of all, I got to see that wonderful wife of his, the Duchess, in person. (laughs) She took the stage at the opening ceremony to introduce him. Just standing ovation after standing ovation, the military trumpeter playing. She looks at him with complete devotion and adoration. It's very sweet to see their their PDA is much more frequent than we usually see among royals. Oh, yeah. So it's very natural. Um, and then, They've you know, got they that California shared, vibe now. That's it. Exactly. They shared a kiss <laughs> on stage and, you know, there was like a love you babe kind of moment and it was great. Let me say, to see them with the competitors, the athletes, these wounded warriors just light up around them and it goes yeah. both ways. Again, Megan and Harry too. So as far as what Harry told me about, about having Megan there, again, I thought it was a really poignant answer because, you know, we all can relate to the idea that when you're experiencing something amazing, you want that person you love by your side. You always wanted that person to share these incredible moments. And and he said he's incredibly, he's an incredibly lucky man to have Meg as his wife, which I thought was sweet. I love their love. Uh, Before I let you go, though, Prince Harry also talked to you about his mother, the late Princess Diana. And, And you brought up to him that before the 2016 Invictus Games, he said his primary goal was to make his mother proud. It is a beautiful answer. He said, in the 12 short years I was lucky enough to have with her, with Princess Diana, 
that he felt all the energy that she got from helping other people and that Mm -hmm. her life and their lives were better for it. And, And he said, however short hers was or theirs, I honor my mother in everything I do. I am my mother's son. Goodness, yeah. Michelle, this interview is absolutely amazing. Everyone can pick up a copy on newsstands on Friday. And Michelle, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you, Janine. Coming up, we're sitting down for an exclusive interview with longtime model, actress, 80s it girl, Brooke Shields. We dive into her incredible career and why advocating for women of all ages is so important to her. But first, if you think it's starting to feel like the Kardashians have been everywhere as of late, you're not wrong. Yesterday, the world's most famous reality stars went to court. We get into the current legal battle surrounding the Kardashian family after the break. Stay with us. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. And we are back. The Kardashian crew is gearing up for their trial against model Black China. China, who's 33, is taking the Kardashians to court, claiming that they were responsible for influencing the cancellation of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians spinoff, Rob and China. The legal battle began after the on-again, off-again relationship between the model and Rob Kardashian finally cooled off. According to courtroom sketches obtained by People, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, and Kris Jenner all appeared in court on Monday, with Rob being notably absent. And get this, right before the show's decision was announced, Rob allegedly leaked nude photos of China on social media that have since been deleted. She has since claimed that the revenge porn incident, in addition to Rob's family's influence at E! Network, led to the show's abrupt end. While the trial is still in its early stages, it sounds like it will be a star-studded affair with plenty of drama, because with the Kardashian-Jenner family, Is there any other way to do things? People obtained court documents detailing China and the Kardashians' witness list. And Ryan Seacrest, who's a former executive producer on Robin China and Keeping Up with the Kardashians, of course, is among those who could be called to the witness stand. Earlier this month, Black China spoke of the trial on Twitter saying this, I'm taking them to court to stand up for my legal rights and to be an example to my kids that what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. And what they did was so wrong. I am so thankful that a jury will finally listen to what really happened behind closed doors. The lies that were told and the damage that was done. Mm. Call me crazy, you guys, but I have a feeling we will be hearing plenty more from this trial. My next guest had everyone back in the 80s wanting a pair of Calvins. She made her mark in the modeling industry at the young age of 11, and let me tell you, she ruled it. Since, Brooke Shields has captivated the world with her classic style and demeanor. Uh, Now at age 56, she is using her voice to advocate for inclusion and representation for those 50 and above. And she is here with me now to talk about her new campaign with Claude Dubois, motherhood, and life now, and how she feels about the fashion and beauty industry today. 
Brooke. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, more than ever before, we are seeing people challenge that belief or, or myth, really, that once you become a mature woman, especially in Hollywood, there are no longer any big breaking roles to play or, or runways to walk or brands to work with. But tell me how you are trying to change that conversation. It really just sort of was born out of this shock that after living so much of life and after surviving so much and finally being in my skin in a way that I feel comfortable. Now I'm being told that that's it, we're, you're over. And I mean, I do think you see it changing in the film industry and Claude Dubois, really that's their whole messaging. And they approached me and said their long live campaign, which was so beautifully came to life through Courtney Cox, who directed it, mm-hmm. really just sort of physically shows people of this age bracket with vitality, doing things they love to do. And what what is that thing for you these days, Rooke? What is the thing like, if, if you could choose it, this, this is my happy place. This is what I want to do. I used to feel that I always needed to be doing something, mm-hmm. that everything had to be productive. Everything had to be a means to an end. Everything had that kind of I've got to keep going forward, keep moving forward, keep being productive, making something better or getting mm-hmm. closer to something. And just sitting and <laughs> watching Outlander or just sitting and reading a book or sitting doing something just quiet mm. used to feel scary to me. There's been this pace change, but I'm not slowing down. I'm actually filling myself up differently. Well, you are are such an ambassador for health and wellness as well. And and last year, uh, you broke your femur when when you had an accident falling off a balance board and you tracked and shared your physical therapy and recovery to just help encourage others and made a point of talking about how you did it all without pain medication. So how are you feeling now and, and how has life changed since the accident? I wasn't trying to be a hero and and I believe in medication. I believe it for specific reasons. You know, I come from like a line of <laughs> addicts, you know, and so I think with regards to certain opioids that were presented to me, I was yeah. I was fearful. So I don't look down on it. I do think yeah. it's dangerous and they they prescribe them very readily. For sure. I've noticed that um, my the bone is all healed and everything is sort of where it should be. And I don't walk with a limp anymore. I was looking at, I'm um, reading about Tiger. We have a lot of the same injuries at the exact time. And, wow. you know, I mean, the extraordinary thing that he's done in returning, he didn't just heal. He got a lot of his strength back and I'm healed And I thought I had my strength back until I started to try to do certain things. And so now I have to sort of amp that up a little bit. But you are busy. You're also taking part in Victoria's Secret's upcoming Mother's Day campaign. And you, of course, are mom to daughters Rowan and Greer. And Greer, am I right, just turned 16? Yes. Yesterday, she turned 16. She had expressed interest in going into the modeling world, Mm -hmm. uh, not in lieu of any school. And we were approached and said, we're the Victoria's Secret that we're doing a parent, a Mother's Day campaign with you and your daughter. And I asked her and it was just such an emotionally beautiful 
period. But to watch her handle herself in a way that makes me realize, okay, she has a pretty strong character. And it was really fun to be in front of the camera with her. I had to resist <laughs> directing her. You know? <laughs> so straight. Don't do that. Put your shoulders back. <laughs> Don't do that with your mouth. I want to talk a little bit about your take on the industry now and just where we find ourselves with a lot of those pressures and how you attack them or or choose not to when it comes to uh, plastic surgery, fillers, implants, all of these things that we've seen become mainstream at this point. And even, you know, the age range get younger and younger for the people who are opting to go that route. So, so, so what advice do you have? It's Really, I believe dangerous to start any of it too young because I don't think young people fully know who they are. It's really hard to be a young person. It's hard to be an older person, but it's there's a lot. It's hard to get through your youth, you know, in general and to sort of chase things that are just maybe purely physical that feel like they're going to change your happiness beyond anything temporarily, I think can be a a risky cycle to get into. The women that I've known that have had certain things done that they've waited to get done, it's been the happiest thing that they've ever done, you know? And they they waited, they earned it. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm always going to my dermatologist and and saying, well, what have you got? (laughs) I'm really scared of not having my face not move or like, I think it's when you go too far, you really sort of change the essence of who you are. Brooke, thank you so much for being on and taking the time with me. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Well, yesterday was Patriots Day, and it's a day that's filled with plenty of tradition in New England, including Revolutionary War reenactments, a Red Sox Day game at Fenway, and of course, the Boston Marathon. In 2013, eight-year-old Martin Richard was one of the tragic victims in the Boston Marathon bombing. After his death, the Richard family founded the Martin W. Richard Charitable Foundation in his honor. The foundation works to advance the values of inclusion, kindness, justice and peace by investing in community programs that broaden horizons for young people and encourage them to celebrate diversity and engage in positive civic action. And yesterday, 20-year-old Henry Richard, Martin's brother, was one of the elite runners who completed this year's race. Henry Richard finishing the Boston Marathon, proudly wearing his MR8 singlet, his fist in the air. I know that his mom and dad are here along with his sister Jane. Just a wonderful moment. Henry told CBS Boston that he felt his brother's presence during the race and that the day was, quote, years in the making, so much emotion. I know Martin would have been doing it with me. Happy to finish it. What an incredible achievement for Henry and, and what an emotional day for the Richard family. Uh, it's, it's just a lot. I know it's a little bit of a sad story, but seeing the video of the Richards all hugging at the finish line, it's it's just heartwarming. You have to see it for yourselves. Well, thank you all for joining us again today. Oh, and, and sending a happy birthday. Shout out to my bestie, Autumn. I didn't forget you. And to you all, we'll be back tomorrow with your midweek update on another episode of People Every Day. <laughs> 